All right, welcome back to the collapse experiment. Yes, a, a two for one, two in one day. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what we're doing now. I had jury duty the last two days, and uh, there's a lot of stuff I've been wanting to talk about, a lot of articles to go through, and uh, this topic of the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, quite frankly, has been getting ignored. I don't like it. Uh, there seems to be a lot of consequences of things happening because of this. Um, a lot of people want answers, <clears throat> and uh, I'd like to give some answers. So, the first article that started all of this, this entire thing about Nord Stream and the U.S. involvement, uh, you can find this at thecollapseexperiment.com. Nord Stream sabotage with CIA, U.S. Navy covert op, Seymour Hersh bombshell prompts White House response. And of course the White House denies it. <clears throat> but uh, I'm also going to remind people and throw this out there that Russia had telephone communications between UK's former prime minister and uh, I forget who the other person was where she was discussing the UK's involvement with the US on blowing up the pipeline to Germany. Uh, she also promptly resigned afterwards. So you, she can deny it, other people can deny it, but it's funny that she got called out and the transmission was captured by, by uh, Russia. And uh, she promptly decided to uh, <clears throat> exit the, the field. So um, anyways, getting back to Seymour Hirsch, famed journalist and Pulitzer Prize winner who for decades was a star reporter writing for the New York Times and the New, and the New Yorker, on Wednesday published a new bombshell in this first Substack post, prompting a quick White House response. After conducting his own investigation into who sabotaged Nord Stream pipelines via a series of underwater blasts on September 26th, Hirsch has concluded the United States blew up the Russia to Germany natural gas pipeline as part of a covert operation under the disguise of Ball Tops 22 NATO exercise. That came up almost immediately after the explosion that we were doing these NATO exercises in that exact location. And there was speculation that uh, <clears throat> we were doing other things in the meantime. Uh, Hirsch, relying on unnamed national security sources, described months of discussions and back and forth involvement, the, White, the Biden White House CIA and Pentagon. The report says planning was in the works all the way back in December of 2021 with a special task force formed under the uh, aegis of U.S. National Security Advisor Jack Sullivan. The Navy proposed using a newly commissioned submarine to assault the pipeline directly. The Air Force discussed dropping bombs with delayed fuses that could be set off remotely. The CIA argued that whatever was done, it would have to be covert. Everyone involved understood the stakes. And this is from uh, a report titled uh, How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. Uh, the Biden administration was doing everything possible to avoid leaks as the planning took place late 2021 and into the first months of 2022. It, it continues. So um, let's see here. There was significant pushback within the intelligence community, but any reservations were overcome in the lead up and aftermath of the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February of 2022. So they were planning this before Russia even invaded Ukraine. 
That's crazy. Throughout all of this scheming, the source says some working guys in the CIA and the State Department were saying, don't do this, it's stupid, and will be a political nightmare if it comes out. Any <clears throat> Anybody wondering why we're shooting down balloons and derailing trains everywhere? Um, yeah, political nightmare, huh? Nevertheless, in early 2022, the CIA working group reported back to Sullivan's interagency group, we have a way to blow up the pipelines. Of course the CIA would say that. That's like their specialty. They just love causing chaos. Um, what came next was stunning. On February 7th, less than three weeks before the seemingly inevitable Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden met in his White House office with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz who, after some wobbling, was now firmly in the American team. At the press briefing that morning, Biden defiantly said, if Russia invades, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Yeah, that was another thing that came up, right? Repeatedly. Uh, Biden said it a few times. Uh, I f was this his Secretary of State? I forget. Um, maybe his uh, uh, representative of the UN. Um, she stated it repeatedly. Um, 20 days later, Undersecretary Newland had delivered essentially the same message. At, yes, it was Newland. Um, State Department briefing with little press coverage. I want to be very clear to you today, she said in response to a question. If Russia invades Ukraine one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. So, yes, uh, he's using all the same... Um, common sense, uh, information that is out there to put things together. He also seems to have inside sources as to the planning of this event. Um, Biden said in February of last year, there will no longer, there will no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. <clears throat> yep. And they've got the, the video clip right here, which unfortunately, there, not going to play it. As for Washington motives and such a risky covert sabotage mission, Hirsch writes, as long as Europe remains dependent on the pipelines for cheap natural gas, Washington was afraid that countries like Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with money and weapons it needed to defeat Russia. So this is all in order to aid one country, which is not part of NATO, uh, not technically a U.S. ally from my understanding, um... There's absolutely no reason why we are supposed to be pumping out tens of billions of dollars to this country. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, anyways, um, this was the initial article. Now, the, the backlash of that, we have... Oh, crap. Let's see here. Uh, we also have... Let's see here... Uh, China demands U.S. explain itself to the world over Nord Stream attack. Yeah. So this is another slap in the face. So once this news came out, everybody was jumping on board. China has demanded that the United States explain itself to the world if the revelations in Seymour Hersh's story about U.S. intel being responsible for destroying the Nord Stream gas pipelines are true. <clears throat> Let's see here. That's a repeat. According to Hirsch's sources, explosives are planted uh, June of 2022 by U.S. Navy divers under the, the disguise of Ball Top 22. One, uh, one source, Hirsch, 
told Hirsch that the plotters knew that the covert operation was an act of war. With some of the CIA and State Department's warning, do not do this, it's stupid and will be a political nightmare if it comes out. Hmm, that seems to be coming up repeatedly. Now Beijing is demanding that the White House address the issue, seemingly unimpressed with the Biden administration's rather weak response to merely label the story false. Because it's not. <laughs> Earlier today, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning uh, asserted that, the, that Washington would have to bear responsibility if the report is confirmed as accurate. Yeah, can you imagine that? We blow up this pipeline. We're not technically at war with Russia. What happens? Do we, do we pay to repair this pipeline? Or does Russia just say, fine, screw it, now you're involved in Ukraine and uh, it's open, open season on Americans? Isn't it always? If the conclusions of the investigation are true and the U.S. behavior, then the U.S. behavior is unacceptable. No shit. The diplomat told reporters, adding that the U.S. would need to explain itself to the world community. The Kremlin also responded to a report by demanding a fresh international investigation into the attack, which was preceded by both Joe Biden and Victoria Nuland asserting that the pipelines would be taken out if Russia invaded Ukraine. Perhaps you should just keep your mouth shut and not say what you're going to do. This is a repeated thing that uh, this administration does all the time. Or they say they're not going to do something, and then like two weeks later, like, yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, Kremlin Press Secretary Dmitry Peskov said Hirsch's article showed the need for an immediate international investigation into the unprecedented attack on, its, on this critical infrastructure. This very important piece, which must provoke the acceleration of the international probe, but we, on contrary witness, attempts to slightly wind down such international investigations. Of course, don't look here, there's UFOs. <clears throat> Meanwhile, in Germany, the alternative for Germany party is also calling for uh, a full inquiry. The Pulitzer Prize winning uh, suspicions must be investigated. The AFD parliamentary group uh, has NATO's leading power carried out an attack on our country's vital critical infrastructure in European waters? Then one would have to question whether the alliance guarantees security in Europe or rather endangers it. Good job, Biden. You just f***ed over our uh, allies, our real allies. You're, you're trading everyone else in Europe for Ukraine. You moron. Uh, secretary in Europe, or rather endangers it. The consequences would be the withdrawal of all U.S. troops. Could you imagine that? Rammstein all of a sudden is like, nope, it's, it's German territory again. Get the F out. Um, that would be, man, <laughs> good luck, Ukraine. If you don't have Rammstein and we're supplying a bunch of shit and, um, all of a sudden Rammstein is gone. Yeah, good luck. You should have kept that air base over in Afghanistan, you dumbass. Uh, in the age of mass Silicon Valley censorship, it is crucial that we stay in touch. I need you to sign up for... Oh, pfft. I don't know why the fuck I'm reading that. Anyways, so yeah, China, uh, Russia is speaking up. And I do believe I also have an article here about... Um, let's see here... I will find it. 
I will find you. <laughs> um, Snowden. Yes. Edward Snowden. I, I was thinking Edward Norton in my head for some reason. But anyway, Snowden says UFO hysteria is engineered distraction from the Nord Stream pipeline bombshell. Yeah, again, how is it this guy keeps on being right? NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden says the hysteria over UFOs being shot down over America and Canada is a distraction from Seymour Hersh's story about the U.S. being responsible for blowing up the Nord Stream pipelines. Oh, over the past week, there has been at least four instances of U.S. fighter jets destroying unidentified flying objects and one case over Alaska, an object that had no means of propulsion but was spotted flying at 40,000 feet and pilots said interfered with the sensors of their aircraft. Wait, what? I don't recall ever reading this part. Had no means of propulsion, but was spotted flying at 40,000 feet, and the pilot said interfered with the sensors of their aircraft. Perhaps one out of four is, um... <clears throat> Yesterday, the White House denied that the objects were anything... were extraterrestrial in nature, although the glib diminishal... Dismissal of anything only continued to feed the speculations online that E.T. had paid a flying visit. In reality, as most people have pointed out, the shoot-downs are likely a show of force to save the Biden administration's blushes from questioning as to why the U.S. why the Chinese spy balloon was allowed to monitor America in the first place. Yeah, whose side are you on? According to Edward Snowden, the UFO fat flap is also a misdirection to wipe the infinitely more awkward Seymour Hersh's story from the headlines. Snowden tweeted that the hysteria was an engineered bait and switch to prevent the media from covering the pipeline explosion revelations. This is Edward Snowden here. It's not aliens. I wish it were aliens, but it's not aliens. It's just the old engineered panic and attractive nuance ensuring... National security reporters get assigned to investigate balloon bullshit rather than budgets or bombings. Nord Stream. Uh, until next time, yeah. Uh, no kidding. And uh, last week, Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist Seymour heard blah, blah, blah. They're repeating themselves again. Repeating, repeating. Okay, I'm just going to move on to the next freaking article because... Um, that's one thing I don't like about um, Zero Hedge in particular is that they will have new material, but then they'll just recycle old stuff later on. Um, so let's see here. French historian World War III has already begun. Let's see if this is linked, shall we? French historian who accurately predicted the fall of the Soviet Union over a decade in advance says that the World War III has already begun as a result of the conflict in Ukraine. Comments made by Emmanuel Todd, one of France's leading intellectuals, during the interview with La Figaro newspaper. Uh, it is evident that the conflict, initially a limited territorial war, has evolved into a global economic confrontation between the whole West on one side and Russia, backed by China on the other. It has become a world war. Uh, hmm, let's see here. Todd added that the resistance of the Russian economy is pushing the U.S. imperial system towards the abyss and that Biden must hurry to rescue a fragile America. Yeah, think. According to the historian, U.S. control of the world financial system is at risk of 
because the Russian economy's resistance to sanctions is pushing the American imperial system towards the precipice, uh, with Russia still able to rely on China for monetary backing. Mm -hmm. Todd says America cannot withdraw from the conflict. They cannot let go because it has no exit strategy and the stakes are too high. Is this just not a reoccurring theme in U.S. policy and history? We go in, we don't know what the hell we're doing, there's no definitive goal, uh, we just keep changing stuff for the sake of just being there, and then when we have to leave, we're just kind of like, uh, <laughs> This is why we are now in an endless war and a confrontation whose outcome must be the collapse of one side or the other. Todd is a widely respected figure, having accurately predicted the collapse of the Soviet Union 14 years before it happened. Um, Donald Trump also recently cautioned we're on the brink of World War III. I don't know why he's coming up about this French historian. Uh, as we highlighted last month, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church cautioned that any attempt to destroy Russia by madmen trying to impose their values will lead to the end of the world. We pray to the Lord so that he enlightens those madmen and helps them understand that any desire to destroy Russia will mean the end of the world. I love how they also repeat stuff that they're quoting. Uh, yeah, so this guy says World War III has already started. Um, I have a few other articles here. Moldovan airspace closed and reports of drone breach as Russia re uh, rejects Q... Coup accusations. Um, yeah, so Moldova, their government, like, quit. <laughs> I think there was a couple of rush, uh, missile strikes that hit there from Russia. Um, now they're having, um, uh, closing their own airspace due to uh, drones flying in from Russia. Uh, the Moldovan government has said that um, Russia's trying to throw a coup there. Of course, Moldova is what on the other side of Ukraine, so it's a nice way to uh, get Ukraine fighting on two sides and close off any uh, supply chain lines. Um, let's see here. And as for the Nord Stream pipeline, Russian military aircraft intercepted over Alaska, which um, overall, I mean, this is like a common thing. Um, this happens every couple of months. Like, they kind of push the limits of, like, how close they can get the U.S. airspace while still being in international airspace. And uh, perhaps this was just a precautionary measure because uh, Russia's like, hey, y you blew up our pipeline and uh, you won't even admit to it, you bunch of pansies. Uh, let's see here. Russia... NORAD scrambles two... F-16 fighters to intercept Russian aircraft. Uh, four Russian aircraft were detected and intercepted over the Alaskan Air Defense Indication Zone Identification Zone on Monday in what NORAD called a routine incident. Yep. Uh, let's see here. And this is a photo of a Tu-95 Bear long-range bomber aircraft seen here in the photo released by blah 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 so this is their version of probably like the b-52 uh norad also sent two f-35 fighters and an e-3 sentry and two kc-135 strato tankers to assist so they're making sure that these 
these these people, these Russian pilots, uh, were escorted a long distance away. If uh, they're also sending out strata tankers to um, refuel everybody on the trip. Russian aircraft remained in international airspace and did not enter American or Canadian sovereign airspace. That should be the end of the story. And it pretty much is. So, yeah. uh, I did see where, I think it was Denmark, uh, Russian aircraft was... um, looking at breaching their airspace as well before they were escorted back. Um, And, of course, I think it was Denmark that, what, weren't they looking? Was it Finland and Denmark were looking to join NATO? And that was kind of like a red line because they're right on the border. Um, So, yeah, uh, stuff is heating up due to this whole pipeline debacle. And there's two, yeah, two more articles. Let's see here. Biden willing to let Germans freeze and blowing up pipelines. Seymour Hirsch interviews. So now he's doing interviews about his article, uh, further explaining it. The president of the United States would rather see Germany freeze than see Germany possibly stop supporting Ukraine. So basically forcing the support of Germany and its people in fighting for Ukraine. He explained that in reality, the Ukraine conflict was not going well for the West and that it's important to remember that that Nord Stream 2 was put on hold by Germany itself, not international sanctions, and that the U.S. was afraid Germany would lift sanctions because of a cold winter. That's when the legendary investigative journalist emphasized the point is that Biden has decided to let the Germans freeze this winter. The president of the United States would rather see Germany freeze than see Germany possibly stop supporting Ukraine. Yeah, uh, there may be more to learn about Joe Biden's decision to prevent the German government from having second thoughts about lacking of cheap gas this winter. Uh, Russia is preparing a special meeting of the UN Security Council on the topic of explosions at Nord Stream. This is, I believe, yesterday, February 15th, 2023. So Russia is really pushing to uh, get some um, validation on this report. I don't think Hirsch is wrong. Uh, I said the same damn thing the day that it happened. Uh, More evidence started to come out afterwards, and this guy just put the pieces together along with some inside information. The Russian mission of the United Nations said... Uh, On Wednesday, it is planning this meeting for February 22nd, and it comes after Moscow has demanded answers from the Biden administration related to allegations and reporting revealed by Hirsch. (sighs) What's that chart? The F around and find out, and we decided to F around up by 10, and we're probably going to find out about 10 as to... um, how stupid this was. At a Senate hearing, top U.S. diplomat Victoria Newland celebrated the Nord Stream 2 pipeline bombing. Senator Cruz, like you, I am, and I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. Newland needs to go. Okay, this chick obviously does not have America's best interest at heart, and she's trying to lead us into World War III, which she won't fight in because women don't fight in war. So, yeah, talk about privilege, huh? And the last article regarding this that recently came out, breaking former CIA advisor 
Biden bomb Nord Stream. So let's see what this person has to say. This is actually a very short, uh, it's more like a letter. Dear reader, on the morning of September 26, 2022, four undersea explosions ripped 60-foot holes in Russia's Nord Stream pipeline, sending gas pouring into the ocean, leaving the pipeline crippled for years. The Biden administration blames Russia, but that's a bald-faced lie. You're about to see why I am now certain Joe Biden ordered the Nord Stream attack. There's a link here. And his mistake is about to plunge us into hell. Welcome to the Biden Biden's American Energy Armageddon. Uh, Richard, Jim Richards, former CIA and Pentagon advisor. P.S. In the next 75 days, I predict Americans will face fuel shortages, widespread blackouts, empty grocery shelves, $1,000 energy bills. Um, yeah, my bill went up by like 150 bucks for um, <clears throat> propane. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I've never paid that much before. Uh, drained retirement accounts and new crime wave. See my full warning here. So, yeah, um, this does seem to be some type of ad as well, but there are some links here. Uh, might be worth checking out. I will probably do that later. But overall, uh, we're now starting to see the consequences of uh, bad decisions made by presidents that, uh, quite frankly, have no business being in office. Let's just put it that way. Um, he's making horrible decisions. And uh, he's at the age where he's not going to have to see the repercussions of those de those decisions. And um, his crackhead son, I don't think he really gives a crap about him. So, um, yeah, this is just all kind of willy-nilly. And um, it's, it's a horrible reality. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, we... We blew up Nord Stream 1 and 2. Uh, the, the proof is out there. The UN's going to try to cover for us. Russia's not going to buy it. And uh, congratulations, Joe Biden. Thanks. Thanks Thanks a whole heck of a lot. Doing all of us a, a big favor here. Keep on typing.